we have got transfer portal news, updates, wish lists on both the basketball and football front. CBS is never too early top 25 for next basketball season, and it would not be college football spring season without a little Texas Longhorn drama, all on today's episode of Locked on Pokes. Thanks for making Locked on Pokes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. You are Locked on Pokes, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Cowboy fans? Welcome to or welcome back to the Locked On Pokes podcast, your daily Oklahoma State podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Linda Godfrey. You can find all of my fantasy football work on Matthew Berry's Fantasy Life newsletter. I am an avid Oklahoma State fan, obnoxious, you could probably say. You can follow me on Twitter to see all that obnoxiousness, at Lindellians. You can follow the show at Locked underscore on underscore Pokes on Twitter, or find the show on the Locked on Pokes Facebook page. Make sure you follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest shows every weekday here with Locked On Pokes. I have promised YouTube, and then I was let down. Let me tell you guys something. When I bought my laptop to start creating content, um, I didn't know I was going to be podcasting, and I did not buy a computer that is uh, ideal for podcasting. So I had to buy some uh, extra connecting parts. We're going to give YouTube another go, but right now it's um, I'm, I'm holed up from a technology standpoint so i'm working on it i promise i'm doing the best i can i am technologically challenged but i'm figuring it out every day so we have got transfer portal news slash update again kind of a wish list just just taking a gander at what's going on in both the football and basketball world it's all moving so fast that by the time you all listen to this tomorrow it could these players could already have landed somewhere so Bear with me on that. I, I'm trying to stay as up on the times as I possibly can. But the first player we're going to talk about, we're going to cover basketball first, is Courtney Ramey, who is a player that Mike Boynton highly recruited before Ramey ended up choosing Texas, where he has played for the last four years. But now he's entered the transfer portal. He also put his name into the NBA draft pool, but he kept his remaining year of eligibility open. So you know, just kind of testing the NBA waters. There was no reason for Mike Boynton and the Oklahoma State Cowboys not to be all over this guy. And they have been alongside Oklahoma State, Big 12 Conference rivals West Virginia and TCU have reached out to Ramey. Kentucky, Gonzaga, Villanova have all reached out as well as a number of other schools. I think he's heard from 15 plus schools since announcing that he's leaving Texas Obviously, a lot remains up in the air on this one, especially especially with him testing what what might be in front of him with the NBA. He averaged 10 points per game in his career. He also made 37% of his three-pointers in his career. That's something Mike Boynton wants to get on the court next season. He has talked about it and talked about it. So it's for sure something to keep an eye on, but obviously he is well sought after. There are a lot of schools interested in him if he should use his final year of eligibility. The honorable mentions for guys that like I'm keeping an eye on, 
and let me be very clear, this is just because I am petty and spiteful, but Adam Miller is an LSU transfer. Of course, LSU blew up after they're about to get hit by the NCAA sanctions or, you know, so Oklahoma State has to hope that everybody else that w- is going to also get screwed. That's unfortunate that we have to feel that way, but we do. But anyway, that coach was, he stepped down or was fired. However, they made that work and basically the entire team has left. So he's an LSU transfer. He missed last season with a torn ACL, but Adam Miller played the season before with known Oklahoma State enemy Brad Underwood. So any player that played under Brad Underwood coming to Oklahoma State would make my petty heart happy. And Miller did shoot over 30% from the three-point line, so that's a good indication. I don't know that we've reached out to him at all, but it would be it would be fun for us. Speaking of players leaving Brad Underwood last night, freshman guard Brandon, and I am going to butcher this, but Podzimski, now he just goes by Pods, P-O-D-Z, announced he'd enter the transfer portal. As a freshman in 2021, he saw limited starting time. He's got three years of eligibility left. He was a four-star recruit and crowned Wisconsin's Mr. Basketball out of high school, and, and he's leaving Illinois, and that's I just want to clarify one more time that I'm only peddling rumors that I would like to see happen. Now, on to the football transfer portal. First up, Dylan McDuffie, a running back that we have offered. He is a six-foot grad transfer from Buffalo. He ran for 1,049 yards with 11 touchdowns last season. He adds experience to a room that you guys know I think is filled with talent, but is it, it's lacking in experience. There's not a lot of in-game playing time vets on that on that running in that running back room like none and so adding a guy that's been in that position even just as a depth piece that kind of can be a complimentary piece in that backfield adding somebody that's been there before would be so big so this is a guy that I'm keeping my eye on McDuffie has gotten offers from UTSA Virginia and Duke among among other schools since entering the transfer portal but Seriously, adding a guy that's been in that situation before, I think, would be a huge boost to a running back room that's filled with very youthful talent. Now, Ethan Bullock, the the Cowboy quarterback room, took another hit last week when Ethan Bullock entered the transfer portal. Now, the grapevine was kind of pointing in this direction for a while. I had kind of heard that he was going to try to give it till the spring game to decide, but... I would say him transferring before that even happens is a pretty good indication that Gunnar Gundy and freshman Garrett Rangel are having a pretty good spring and we're ahead of him in the pecking order of that quarterback room. Regardless, we have the losing depth to a quarterback room. Never good. Mike Gundy has talked about wanting depth at that position. Spencer Sanders hasn't played a whole season as Oklahoma State's starter. He has missed with injury or illness, whichever one you want to pick. So it's it's a huge concern. And now, and we're going to talk about this, but now the spring game, Mike Gundy saying maybe we don't have the offensive line to hold a full scrimmage spring game. And uh, that, first of all, I can't, we're going to get, I, it makes me very nervous about the offensive line. But furthermore, it means not seeing these backup quarterbacks in game time action, which sucks as a fan because 
I know how important that backup position is, and I I want to see it on the field and and gauge what I you know what I think. Am I crazy for thinking that Garrett Wrangle maybe deserves that backup position? I just just want to see it, and I'm very nervous about the spring game situation heading forward. But like I said, we'll talk about it later. Outside of Oklahoma State, West Virginia just landed quarterback JT Daniels. Neil Brown will get one more shot this year to make it work for the Mountaineers, in my opinion. I don't trust him. I don't think it's kind of very similar to how I feel about Quinn Ewers at Texas. I think he's a good quarterback. I think he has the potential to be a great quarterback, but I don't trust that coach as far as I can spit. And guys, (laughs) I don't spit very well. So it makes me nervous for JT Daniels, but Neil Brown has, has no excuse going into the season with that at quarterback. There were actually some JT Daniels to Oklahoma State rumors earlier this offseason, but it felt really, really like a rumor, and I couldn't really pin my nose on it. It was like one site was reporting it, so I hadn't really talked about it, but it is interesting that he ended up in the Big 12. We're going to be facing that immortal quarterback in 2022, and seriously, it feels like that man has been in college forever. Next up, Oklahoma State and the Big 12 come in on the never-too-early top 25 for the 2022 college basketball season. We finally made it to spring, and now we're hurling headfirst towards summer. If you live in Oklahoma, like I do, there have been days that have already tested us with that summer heat. But with summer comes swimming and therefore bathing suits, and that's why I like Built Bar. It almost doesn't even feel like I'm doing something good for myself because I enjoy eating them. Go to Built.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carbs, mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. The only other cookies and cream in my house is the ice cream in my freezer. I'm not even a big like Oreo fan, but I like cookies and cream. They're all delicious and they're covered in 100% chocolate. At Built Bar, they are all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then they figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every single time. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. Now, for a big announcement starting Thursday, April 28th, tune in to Locked On NFL Draft's live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft with all three days of real-time analysis from our extensive lineup of experts and insiders. And for those of you dying to know who your NFL team will take, Catch Odyssey and Locked On's NFL Mock Draft Special hosted by Brian Peacock and former former scout Matt Williamson of the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show all week heading up to the first pick. You can find Locked On NFL Draft live on the Locked On NFL Draft YouTube page. The Odyssey NFL Mock Draft can be found on Odyssey and Locked On NFL Draft podcast feeds. The start in Locked On NFL Draft Live starts April 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern, April 29th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, and April 30th at 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Odyssey NFL Mock Draft is April 18th 
through the 22nd, and then again on the 25th. All right, guys, CBS way too early at top 25. I'm sorry. I think they called it the never too early top 25, but I digress. This was posted April 5th by Gary Parrish at CBS. Now, obviously, it's very, very early into the basketball offseason and with the transfer portal and these teams may look wholly different by the beginning of next season. In fact, I think a lot of them will. But let's just look at where the Big 12 teams land on this list and and kind of dissect why and, and what they have coming in 2022. At number four is Baylor, the back-to-back Big 12 champions. The Bears are going to lose some talent in Jeremy Sohan and Kendall Brown to the NBA draft, but they are bringing in five-star recruit Keontae George, who will help fill their backcourt. The Bears should have no problem chasing a third straight Big 12 conference championship in 2022 now we know how the big 12 works you got to get through a lot of teams and you got to get through some of them more than once so i'm not saying that they're a lock for that big 12 championship i just think they'll be in the race at number eight they had kansas the reigning ncaa tournament champion and can we just talk about we did not talk about them winning that tournament enough it was like one day of rock jock jayhawk in the media and like online and stuff and then other news took over immediately. And I think that's kind of bananas. But anyway, Kansas, much like Baylor, will lose some talent to the NBA draft. But Bill Self has a top five recruiting class coming in for next season. That's absolutely no surprise to anyone that watches college basketball. And it's highlighted by three five-star recruits, MJ Rice, Ernest Uday, and Grady Dick. So he's got talent leaving, but he's got tons coming in. A lot like you would expect of somebody like Bill Self. At number 16, TCU. And now we're having some fun. The Horn Frogs are experiencing quite the opposite of KU and Baylor, keeping in place the core of their basketball team, including two double-digit scorers and Emmanuel Miller and, and Damian Bloss. So keeping those guys in place is huge. We know how much parity can exist in the Big 12 basketball conference but TCU has a chance to finish better than they ever have in 2022 if they can get third in the Big 12 and then this feels really good at number 25 Oklahoma State go pokes baby pew 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 recognition man I just I would like to disrespectfully tell the NCAA kids if you're listening put the earmuffs on but eat shit I am so, I know that we still have lots to face in this, uh, you know, punishment that we're dealing with that we shouldn't be dealing with, but the postseason ban was by far the biggest roadblock, the biggest speed bump, whatever you want to call it, and it's over. We are back to tournament eligibility, and it feels so good. It has not stopped feeling good. It felt good as soon as the NCAA tournament was over. I was like, we're back in, baby. The Cowboys are returning three of their top four scorers, the two leading blockers in the Big 12. There's no argument about the way that Oklahoma State's defense was playing, especially to close out the season. Lockdown defense. So getting those two defensive players back are huge. There's room to move up to should the Cowboys be able to work the transfer portal to their advantage. I trust Mike Boynton's 
ability to convince people to come play for Oklahoma State, to play for him, to help build this culture that he's that he's built so far that's missing, you know, the one biggest part is being active in the big, like being a threat in the big 12. And I think we are on our way now. I think we had to get past what we were dealing with, with the NCAA, especially this season and all the close games we had and, and just where we were. So we're through all that. The national media recognizes where Oklahoma state is talent wise, who their coach is. It just, Boy, this feels better than any like top 10 early football ranking just because of all the crap we dealt with this past year. I love to see that. It's my favorite site of the last couple of weeks. Coming up, Texas defensive tackle Moro Ojimo made a statement last week that rubbed head coach Steve Sarkeesian the wrong way. And what better way to end a show than with a little Longhorn drama? With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer? Choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business that's been serving DIYers like me for over 20 years. Seriously, my car was making a hellacious noise last week. And instead of just turning up my music, I was able to get the part I needed for cheap from Rock Auto. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com So as a fan of a school that very recently had some off-season head coach, player, controversy, culture issue not too many years ago, it feels like that gives us a little bit of pass to speak on what's going on at Texas after Moro Ojoma made a statement during a press conference. The question, I'm just going to read it verbatim and then kind of give my opinion on it. So the question was, it seems like you speak with so much wisdom in the bigger picture of the team. And you said only a couple of guys would get it. Does this team listen to that? Or is it like, oh, that's Moro, the kooky old guy, just saying, just talking about yada, yada, yada. He replied, they're 18 to 22 year olds that want to chase women, want to chase money, want to chase alcohol, and they don't see the future. They're very distracted by what's in front of them. It's such a hard thing, especially with guys that haven't been in a winning culture. That's why it's very easy for a lot of those powerhouses to keep going because it's established. The new guys just come in and they're like, oh shit, this is how we have to do it. Oh shit, this is what we do. It's so much more difficult. They always talk about coming here and changing stuff, coming here, changing stuff. It's like it's ingrained. You're uprooting, what, 10 years of shit that's been let go and go by? And they're more worried about being on 6th Street than, like, bawling and making $50 million is crazy as hell. I don't know why. Um, so, of course, Sarkeesian replied to this by saying, you know, 
you're talking about family. Like, that's not how you do family like that. And he's not going to be allowed to talk to the media. And let me just say, first of all, I, you guys know I am no Sark fan by any means. Now, obviously, Moros tried to bring this up in-house behind closed doors to no avail because you don't just unleash like that to the media when you haven't brought it up privately. I don't believe that for a second. Now, Texas had has had other recruits saying that the pitches that they were given to come play for the Longhorns were so much about money that they ultimately pick somewhere else because it didn't even it didn't feel right the culture is bad and you can tell the culture is bad when you've got a team with as much NFL talent on it as the Texas Longhorns do year in and year out and yet they haven't been able to produce on the field they can't produce against big 12 teams you lost to Kansas bro Kansas have you ever watched Kansas play football over the last 15 years they are riding their names coattail, names apostrophe S. You are a Texas Longhorn. The media respects Texas Longhorns. Like, that's that's the end of the statement. They were relevant for so long that it doesn't matter that they've been irrelevant to the Big 12 fans like us who have watched them not have success for several years or not the success that they're used to or they're praised to get by any means. Not, again, the talent on those teams should be producing at a higher level on the college football playing field because they are getting drafted and and getting playing time in the NFL. So why isn't it translating on the field? I'm with Morrow on this one. He said what needed to be said. Guaranteed, guaranteed some of those younger dudes come into practice with a chip on their shoulder. Whether it's, you don't know me, I, I am here to work. Whatever it is, I guarantee you they come in there at least some of them with a chip on their shoulder being publicly shamed. Listen, I am not down for bullying, but it works. Oftentimes it works. Unfortunately, I don't think any of it resonated with the most important person who's Steve Sarkeesian. And that's where the change ultimately needs to happen. If it doesn't happen up top, it's never going to get filtered all the way through. So, you know, the the way he's responded to it seems like he's just going to push it under the rug. I don't think he's going to handle it well. You know, Mike Gundy, when he was put in the position that he was after players spoke out, and I'm not going to speak too much on, on the actual conversation that happened between them, but Mike Gundy, what, you know, he wore it. He, he, <laughs> I did not mean for that pun to happen, but it did. But he he spoke publicly about it, whereas Sarkeesian's like, no, we don't, we're not saying anything, and just imme- immediately shut it down. So that's a concern to me. If you're not getting through to your head coach, it's not going to get through to the rest of the team, at least not at a full capacity level. Again, just love a little Texas drama. I know you guys do too. Thanks for making Locked On Pokes your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On NFL Draft with Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. They bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. Remember, you can find me on Twitter at Lindellians or the show page at Locked underscore on underscore pokes on Twitter or the Locked On Post Facebook page. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Go Pokes!